Hello and welcome to Wash Day Talks. Here we talk about realistic, respective and authentic content. We speak about insightful and interesting things. Stay tuned and thank you for clicking on this podcast. Hey yo, welcome back to another episode of Wash Day Talks. Thank you so much for tuning into this episode. And before we get into it, could you do me one big, big favour? On whatever platform you're on, follow me, put notifications on, so that every Thursday at 6pm, when a new episode comes out, you'll be notified. And secondly, on Apple Podcasts or whatever other podcast app that allows you to rate podcasts, please give this podcast a big, big rating, five stars, stars good stars no bad stars if you want to rate it like one star don't even bother keep your opinion to yourself if you don't have anything nice to say don't say anything at all okay thank you so much for all the support on this podcast and we are going to jump straight into the episode so i just want to open up with a quote from bruce lee and it says as you think so shall you become and we're going to talk about changing others perspectives of you how you have the power to dictate how others view you. We often view other people's opinions of us as things completely outside of our control, but that's not fully true. You do have quite a lot of control and you do have quite a large ability to shape how other people view you. And you do this by changing the way you conduct yourself. So as you think, so shall you become the way you think, the way you act how you act influences how other people perceive you. So if we look at it like this, for someone to see you as a dirty person, you would have to look and act like a dirty person. So, you know, you don't shower, you don't brush your teeth, that's acting like you're dirty, and you look scruffy and wear dirty smelly clothes. People will perceive you as a dirty person. If you want people to perceive you as a neat person, you make sure that you're clean, neat and tidy. If you want people to perceive you as a reliable person, you will keep your word and always keep your promises and not let people down. So you see that how other people view us is largely down to what version of ourselves we show them. And that's why we could be talking about the exactly same, exactly, exact same person and you could have amazing things to say about them and I could have bad things to say about them because we've both seen different sides of them. The same way you show a different side of yourself to your family, so they describe you in a different way to, the, let's say, your co-workers who may not know you that well and only see the professional side of you. So we choose what mask to present to our audiences at the time or to the public watching us at the time. And these masks that we wear, shape how other people perceive us. Now, the idea of saying that we put on different masks kind of makes us seem a bit duplicitous, conniving, not genuine. And I know on this podcast, I do advocate for being genuine, being authentic and being realistic. So part of me being realistic is acknowledging the fact that we do not behave the same way in every situation because different scenarios call for different sides of us. And I would be a hypocrite to say that I have never changed the way I speak or changed the way I act or changed the way I dress or present myself, depending on the situation, because I do. That is what society demands of us. And that is what society requires us to do if we want to move into different social circles, progress through different areas of life. You know, you the situation will require you to show a different side of yourself. I don't dress the same way everywhere. I don't speak the same way everywhere. There are situations that require a more formal side of me. There are situations that demand a more casual side of me. It's all about using 
different strengths and weaknesses, the different sides of yourself to your strengths. I mean, sorry, for your personal gain. So I don't think you're being fake because we are a series of different experiences and life events. We are not just solely one same person. And these different life events will manifest themselves in different aspects of our personality. Let me elaborate on that because it sounds a bit up and down. Basically, what I'm saying is, let's say Sally had a bad experience with bullying when she was younger. And because of this bad experience experience with bullying, Sally now struggles to make friends with people. That life event doesn't show itself in her day-to-day job because she's not making friends with people at work, but that life event shows itself in her ability to make friends outside of formal settings because she has had bad experiences with it. What I'm trying to say is because we are impacted by so many external and internal factors, we will be people who are very complex and manifest their complexity in their personality in many different ways so I get angry quicker at my family than I do with people outside that's because I feel more comfortable with my family that's because my family has had more experiences dealing with my anger than people outside I feel more comfortable showing my true self around my family this is a bit of a tangent but yes where are we even going with this that we need to work on how we present ourselves in order to shape other people's opinions of us And I'm not going to condemn not always showing, I wouldn't say the true side of you, or let's just say the true side of you, because you could be a really talkative person, but in a business transaction, when you're trying to see the deal, that side of you needs to be put to sleep. It needs to be put to rest for a bit. And then you can bring it back out outside of your corporate setting. So let's, I don't want to say normalise, because we use that term way too much, but let's just get more familiar with the idea of, toning down bits of our personality when the situation requires it. I just spent five minutes trying to explain a tangent that we don't need to be on. I want to apologise if I sound a bit down or dull. I have a bit of a cold, like, you know, because as the seasons change, flu season comes in. It's not really nice, you know, sore, croaky throat, stuffed blocked nose, feeling really tired. But I've spoken about this in recent podcast episodes. I use this phrase so much. I've spoken about it in recent podcast episodes, but I have my struggle with consistency. And this podcast episode means a lot to me. So I am definitely trying to be consistent. And if that means, I don't feel super rubbish. I've got my cup of warm green tea here to be sipping on, you know, to help soothe my throat. So I feel all right, but just in case you've noticed anything different. I'm just a bit tired. But yes, we want to change other people's perspectives of us or control other people's opinions and perspectives of us so one thing that I really want to touch on or explain is dress how you want to be addressed this was something my mom always tells me to this day she still does when I was young when I was not young when I was old I don't know she's always telling me fifthly that's my Nigerian name please just dress well like you don't always cover for me for the way I dress because I'm not going to lie when I was younger and even still to this day I used to dress so weird because I just didn't care. I would just wear what I saw. If it was rumpled, I'd go. If it was dirty, I'd go. And it's a big thing she was getting onto me about. Like, you can't just be dressing anyhow. You think your personality will speak louder than the way you present yourself. No, because as much as we don't want to admit it, people go off first appearances. People go off how you appear when they first meet you. I'm not going to ask someone for directions if they don't look sane. I'm going to be real. If someone's looking really dodgy, 
I'm not going up to ask you for help or directions. You may be the most nicest person in the world, but at that moment, your personality is not speaking to me. It's how you appear. So a great way to really shape how people view you is dress how you want to be addressed. I have a friend who dresses so good, like even in the house. She'll be wearing dresses that I would wear to fancy dinners in the house. Some people may say that's extreme, but it really changes the way how she gets addressed when she walks through the streets of London in her little suit, like her nice suit and her bag and her heels and stuff like that. It changes how people address you. You look like someone who is important, whereas someone else coming through just dressed casually will get treated casually, you know? And there's also that argument of, oh, there are stereotypes around, you know, young teenagers wearing tracksuits. People think they're part of gangs and they're going to steal stuff. Does that mean that we have to change the way we dress to conform to societal expectations? And this is a big debate and it's really not fair to say that because people have presumptions about a certain group of people and what they look like, to force the group of people who are battling with these stereotypes to change how they dress, you could even say that's an infringement of my human rights, I'm allowed to dress how I want. But it's not really about rights and how you want to dress, it's more about how you'll be treated. If you're willing to go down that path where, okay, I'll dress I want knowing how people treat me due to how I dress, good for you. But when people caution you and say, okay, you know there's a stereotype with the way people like this dress, don't dress like that. They're cautioning you because if anything happens, you'll be the one facing the consequences. It's not fair, but that's just the reality we live in. And you can either adhere to what society would expect of you, or you can, I mean, by playing the game, so dressing how they want you to formal, not dressing how you want. Or you could be deviant from society values and do what you want. Whatever you choose, weigh out the pros and cons and look at the consequences of it. I understand that in certain times and places, it's not the best decision to wear my hair out in an afro. Yeah, you could say that I'm not embracing my individuality and being ashamed of my heritage, but no, it's just I'm not in the mood to get weird stares and be treated funny or snarky remarks and things like that. I'm not in the mood for that today. So I will put my hair in a a professional quote-unquote hairstyle because I'm just not willing to put up with that for today. And I think it's okay to say that. Don't look at every person who doesn't express their individuality as somebody who's conforming to societal ideals and is suppressing their sense of uniqueness. No, not everyone wants to put up with society's drama and that's just how it is. Sometimes you want to dress in the way that will conform to expectations of that department, even if it means curbing your own self-expression. And I believe that's okay if that's what you want to do. Play the system, play by the rules of the game until you feel like you don't want to. I'm not advocating for complicity and you know, when bad things are happening to stay silent and conform. No, I'm just saying that when it comes to self-expression and individuality, it's okay for you to choose not to express yourself in the way you normally would when going into a different scenario or situation. So yes, the way you present yourself through your dressing, your attire, really does matter a lot in shaping people's perspectives and perceptions of you. Also, how you treat yourself sets the tone for others. I was listening to a YouTube video from Brini Lee and she gave the analogy of a car that because she keeps her car very clean, people come in and know not to eat in her car because they see it as a very clean car. Whereas if she had a really dirty, messy car, people just treat her car like anyhow. And it's the same thing with us. The way we treat ourselves sets the tone for how other people will perceive us and treat us. If I treat myself with great respect by staying clean, not um, overworking myself, being really strict when it comes to 
people overstepping boundaries and things like that, people will know that, okay, she's a very principled woman. I know that when I'm speaking to her and chilling around her, I need to watch how I act because she doesn't tolerate nonsense. Whereas if I was someone who always put myself down, didn't take care of myself, didn't openly spoke about how I didn't really care about my needs and things like that, do you think people would treat me with the same respect? It's about how you carry yourself. Even little things like the way you walk down the corridor. Are you, are you walking with your head looking towards the ground? Are you walking with a purpose like you're going somewhere? And people read up on these. They pick up on these cues. Even if it's subconsciously. They see that, okay, this person's aura, the way they carry themselves, is sophisticated. They are somebody with drive, with ambition, with passion. Rather than somebody who's carrying themselves in a really poor, negative way. Like, you can tell they're insecure and they're unfamiliar with the environment. So you can really set the tone for how other people perceive you by the way you treat yourself. How you speak to yourself affects how you'll carry yourself as well. We know that actions often stem from thoughts. The way we think can dictate how we act subconsciously. I speak about it a lot. Our brain picks up on the thoughts that we have. And then these thoughts can channel into how we carry ourselves. So if I'm thinking I'm worthless and I'm nothing, Sorry, my nose is just starting acting up. But if I'm thinking I'm worthless and nothing, it's going to translate into the way I carry myself, the way I dress, the way I speak. You know, I don't speak with assurance and confidence in what I'm saying. I was listening to a YouTube video today and the person was talking about how when you have confidence in yourself, people are more likely to have confidence in you because they, if they see you as somebody who's confident in their own capabilities, they can assure that they can be confident in you because you seem like somebody who knows what they're doing. No one wants to give a position of leadership to someone who's insecure and isn't self-aware. And that's one of my biggest tips when applying for positions of leadership. Don't be arrogant, but be aware of your skills. So I was in an interview and the person asked, are you nervous? And I said, no, I'm not nervous. Not in a conceited or arrogant way, more so that I genuinely wasn't nervous. And if you are nervous, say, okay, I am nervous, but I'm prepared. Be honest. Don't think that you always have to do that fake sense of humility. It's not always required. And yeah, that's. I'm going to have to wrap up here because my nose is really not being nice to me today. But thank you so much for tuning into this episode. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram at Wash Day Talks. And yeah, by the time this episode comes out, um, I will be the app. The app will be launched. So there's this app launching called Wisdom or you can download it on the Apple Store and stuff. And it's basically a place where you can get information, share wisdom, listen to people give talks. And I'm going to be a top mentor on this app. So if you want to hear even more content from me, download the Wisdom app and search up my name, Deborah Amonigan Obe, at Deborah on Wisdom. And yeah, hope to see you there. Bye. Oh, you can also, sorry, I forgot. On Wisdom, you can also interact with me, join my talks, ask questions. So it'll be like podcast vibe, but you can actually interact and ask me questions there in the moment. So I'm really looking forward to it. Bye.